Greetings and welcome to Old Mutual Podcast. My name is Philip Zikanyanga. I'm glad you could join us. Remember, this is the time we do discuss the On The Money module. Old Mutual Malawi's customized module which we use for uh, lecturing or training people on personal finance management. I'm excited that you'll be part of this journey. In the previous episode, you heard from Old Mutual Malawi Group Chief Executive Officer, Edith Gia, who gave uh, the company's perspective on financial education. And also in the same episode, we spoke to Peshes Chatsika, Old Mutual Malawi's Marketing and Corporate Affairs Manager, who also explained how On The Money is used as a tool, uh, one of the tools in the um, Responsible Business initiatives remember we always we always say this now and again that old mutual is a responsible business and also at the same time you heard a voice from our financial education specialist mr bernard chiluz and we are glad and very privileged to have him again in today's episode bernard will take us through what we should expect or give us an outline of what is expected in this podcast Bennett, please take us through what should we expect in this podcast. Uh, thank you, Phil. You know, whether you are tall or short, a soldier or a civilian, a doctor or a patient, one thing that is common amongst all these people is the need to have money. It doesn't matter whether you're coming from a rich family or from a poor family, whether you're educated or not, whether you're working or you're doing business, this program is there for every person, every Malawian, even those that are abroad. Those that can follow the program, they'll be able to learn very important basic principles on how to manage their personal uh, finances. As you know, money is critical, money is important, and uh, whether young or old, but we still need to understand the basic principles on how to manage money. So as we are proceeding with our uh, episodes that uh, are coming, we will be um, expecting that the listener will understand and appreciate uh, the following areas. Uh, the first area is on understanding uh, what money is. It's important to appreciate. I know it looks a very... Uh, direct um, area um, because if you ask somebody uh, what is money, someone will say, ah, that's an obvious question. But it is obvious if you are looking at the literal uh, trans- or I should say meaning of money. But when you go into the practical part of it, you will understand that uh, people need to understand uh, what money uh, is. It's important. I'll just give you an example. When you're looking at what money is, uh, money gives happiness. And, and, and that's how we now start looking at it. Uh, if you have money, you are likely to smile. It's easier for you to smile when you have money. Um, but if you don't have money, it's hard um, to wear a smile face. Mm-hmm. How do you do it when you don't have anything in the pocket? So yes, uh, people should expect to appreciate what money is. People uh, should expect to understand also the uh, misconceptions, the myths, you know, the beliefs around money. Um, they will uh, understand about those things. And again, people will expect to understand how to make good financial decisions. 
Because for an individual to make a good financial decision, it depends on whether that person uh, is uh, financially literate or not. And again, um, the listener will be privileged uh, to learn and understand how to set good goals as, as that person is setting up um, his or her uh, uh, financial uh, plan. So it's very important uh, to appreciate on how to develop a financial goal. And again, on the part of uh, budgeting, you know, understanding um, how much money an individual earns, how much money do you owe other people, and also how much money um, you spend becomes important because it's like you follow uh, the flow of your money. The fourth area that people should also uh, expect to look at is on the debt and borrowing. As Old Mutual, we advocate for responsible borrowing. So people should expect to understand what is the stand of Old Mutual when it comes to uh, borrowing. Okay, So whether Old Mutual supports um, borrowing or not, whether it's 50-50, uh, they will appreciate that and how important it is for an individual to understand what responsible uh, borrowing is. Further uh, to that, we will also be looking at uh, investing or investments. There are a number of investing investment vehicles. By vehicles, we mean um, products or instruments, plans that are there that people really need to appreciate uh, these available instruments on the market, not only instruments that are being used by Old Mutual, but also instruments used by other financial uh, services on the market, uh, be it the regulator, uh, the Reserve Bank of Malawi or Malawi Stock Exchange, even the banks like FDH or National Bank, all those uh, institutions, as long as uh, they are uh, financial services, uh, we, we really need to, people need to understand what investment or savings uh, vehicles are available on the market. At the same time, uh, people will be able also um, to understand on the need for one to prepare for retirement. That's where we we'll now be looking at in retirement planning. So it, this is a very interesting uh, topic where people should expect to uh, learn very good uh, basic principles or concepts that could help them uh, to plan in a uh, way in advance so that come the time uh, for their retirement, they are ready. Because if they, they, they do not have information, it will be difficult for them uh, to plan well for their retirement. Um, there are a number of areas that uh, we are going to take the uh, listener through. One of them is on the insurance. So um, people need to understand what insurance is. And again, um, you know, any relevant information around insurance, estate planning, people need to learn about estate planning, rights, and uh, 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 even will estate, okay, um, that is the will development, okay, you know, the will where everyone has to list down the assets that one has, even the finances, uh, in case one dies, what will happen to those assets, so people will learn about how to develop that will uh, as we're going through uh, this uh, module. And also uh, the effects on making big purchases, whether positive or negative, um, people will appreciate around that. Uh, we will also navigate around the family matters, you know, um, the impacts of, uh, for instance, black tax. Okay, black tax is all about um, you staying with your 
niece or your cousins, you know, extended families, so, so to speak. Quite a big issue in Africa. It is, it is. So people should expect also to appreciate uh, how beneficial is uh, the black tax to the community, whether it's it's developmental or else it's um, uh, 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 it, it's 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 something that can make people poor. Uh, because imagine you have just started uh, working and then maybe from your village about seven or fifteen, seven <laughs> people, five people comes to your house to stay with you. Uh, will you be able to develop in that house? You won't. Okay. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it depends on how you want to use this. Because if you take a person uh, into your house and then that person uh, stay, is, is staying idle, you can, let's say, invent a business. And so you give the person to be running the business on your behalf. So you can still make money using that person who is staying idle in your house. Mm. So it depends on how you want to use those people um, for your own bene- uh, benefits or else they will just be in the house to you know, finish the food. We will <laughs> also uh, look at uh, how we can deal with uh, financial stress because financial stress is real. I can tell you, um, I have uh, uh, cancelled people Mm-hmm. especially those that are suffering from BP. Mm-hmm. And from my experience, I noted that uh, the majority of people who are suffering from BP uh, are as a result of either lack of money or mismanagement of money that mm-hmm. they have uh, in, in their families. So, so, so some of the people are stressed up um, on the fact that they don't have money or else money is there in the house, but uh, maybe someone in the house, say a husband, uh, maybe he's humanizing or is using it unnecessarily. Then the partner now is is she is being stressed up or he stressed is being up stressed or up or reacting to the situation. Ah, at ah, ah. So through this program, we are going to take them uh, uh, through on how to manage the stress uh, for now. So these are some of of the areas that we're going to tackle as we're going through. But remember, it is important uh, to realize that money uh, brings happiness, as I mentioned earlier on. <laughs> if you have money. You are a happy person. I'm wondering how you are emphasizing this point that money is a source of of happiness. Maybe before we go much, much further, uh, briefly, briefly, just paint a picture how money brings happiness. It's simple, very simple. I'll give an example of a, of, of a workplace. Mm-hmm. So let's say you are at a workplace where maybe... Uh, there, there is a newcomer, somebody who has just joined uh, mm-hmm. the company and some of them um, uh, are, are like, um, you know, people who have been working there for a long time, mm-hmm. okay? So, uh, if this newcomer who is on a, on a lower rank, okay, let's maybe let's give an example for uh, the military because mm-hmm. I think that's where such such Ranks things matter. <laughs> so, let's take an example of police, okay? So, maybe someone is a recruit, has just come from um, uh, their training camps. And then while I was at the, at, at the station, uh, the, um, the, the constable, the one who has just come, um, probably has met the inspector or the assistant superintendent, okay? But as they are interacting, okay, if the uh, newcomer, um, let's say accidentally, uh, makes a statement that uh, could have the ability to anger uh, the assistant superintendent, if that assistant superintendent has enough money, wouldn't uh, uh, be angered because of that statement, 
Okay. Sometimes he would say, no, it's okay, but no, be careful, don't make that statement mm. uh, necessary. Just laughing it off. Uh, just laughing it off. Mm. But if that assistant superintendent doesn't have money, I tell you. <laughs> it becomes a big issue. A big a issue. A disciplinary issue. A disciplinary issue. Mm. So the question is, where is this person uh, having all these angers? Okay. Where is it coming be- from? Because at the workplace, when, when, when you see some arguments, you are simply asking for input into your report. Mm. And you tend to wonder how aggressive individuals become when you're asking for such input. Mm. You tend to wonder, is it about the same... Uh, or oh, there is another issue. Or there is another issue. So mm. what I discovered is most people who unnecessarily become angry, it's because they don't have money. So they lack happiness. Happiness is not, is not in them. Because if you have money, you're a happy person. Mm. You know, you're going to smile because you have the money. Mm. Sure. Bernard, I have to be honest with you. This is quite exciting and quite interesting. I can't wait to learn more in this podcast. And I'm sure uh, Dillison is feeling the same sure. out there. But I would want you to give an encouragement. You know, people sometimes take it so easy, take it so slow to consume this kind of knowledge. What would you say to encourage them to uh, patronize to participate to always spare time and listen to to the knowledge in this podcast. You you, you know there are some people who believe that um, uh, issues around money um, are for accountants, um, people who have studied uh, finance management, mm, people who have studied economics. So they believe that uh, these are the people that are supposed to be, you know, listening or studying about how to manage personal money. But to the contrary, it's everyone. I'll give an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we are sending children to school, we um, send them, and oftentimes, most parents, they um, uh, uh, don't give those children money because they say they're young. Uh, maybe they can start misbehaving because they're now touching money. And yet, if you ask them, why are you sending the children to school? They'll tell you, I want, I want my child to um, have a, a certificate or diploma or degree. So after having a degree, they're expecting the same person to start working. After starting working, they expect the same person uh, to start earning what? Money. Money. Mm-hmm. But remember, the same person we are training that at the end of the process of learning will be earning money. is the same person we are rejecting the opportunity of exposing the child to touching money. Handling money. Okay, it's 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 more or less like a hypocrisy. Mm. We are not being genuine to ourselves. We want our children. Perhaps it's an issue of what is this person, this child, going to do with the money? Because there is an issue of being responsible in how you use use the money. And oftentimes we have that feeling, that belief, uh, that belief that when you expose a child to money at an early stage or an early age definitely that is going to confuse him or her to becoming a better person a responsible person in the near future that's that's why i'm saying that that belief is uh, misplaced because this child we are training or we are sending to school we expect the child to touch money whether that child be working or doing business the child will be touching money. So we, the ultimate goal is making money. Making money. Mm. So at the early stage, whether at the nursery stage or at um, a primary stage, these ch- these children are supposed to be exposed to money management. So as 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 uh, old mutual, we have a special module where we train people on how to manage money, even at the tender age which is called the twin, Teen Twins Money Management or the Children Money Management. So through this program, I need to say this, 
the listeners will be uh, privileged now to learn on how to manage money, even how to teach their own children how to manage money. So it's it's really important that everyone, whether you are married or you're single, whether you're working or you're doing business, every Malawian need to listen to this. Whether you are old, youth or young, you need to listen to this because there is a component, a part that suits every uh, person that uh, we are going to tackle as we're going. So an example is what I'm giving you. Uh, children, the little ones, okay, they'll, they'll learn how to manage money. We've got very interesting... Uh, and easy to learn concepts mm. that people will be exposed through this episode. Quite interesting, as I indicated earlier on, and I have to emphasize this now and again and again that this is interesting. Before we end today's episode, let me just give a summary of what Bernard has uh, explained, or what Bernard has shared to uh, to us to expect in this podcast. Number one. Uh, Bernard said, in this podcast, we should expect us to learn how to make good financial decisions. Uh, we are also going to learn about goal setting in financial planning, budgeting, debt and borrowing, investing, saving and retirement planning, insurance, estate planning, rights and uh, recourse, making big purchases, quite critical. And also at the same time, we are going to learn on navigating family matters. Dealing with financial stress. I can't wait to learn all these things. Dear listener, I'm afraid we're running out of time. And for today, we'll have to stop there. Unless Bernard has something to, to say in conclusion. It's not about how much money you earn that matters. But what you do with the money that you earn. So let them join us in the, in the next episode. It's not about how much you earn. But what matters is what you do with what you earn. We are stopping there for today. I'm Philip Ziganyang. Let's meet again in the next episode. Bye.